Hey, y'all. Welcome to Dr. Crystal Says. I am Dr. Crystal Newby, and I am coming to you on location from Columbus, Ohio. Yes, I am in Ohio. For those of you who don't know or who aren't familiar with my background, my family and I are originally from Ohio. And my mom, my brothers and I moved to Pennsylvania when I was eight years old. And my dad and my stepmom moved to Florida about 15 years ago. But the vast majority of my family is still in Ohio. And so this weekend, we have gotten together because we held a surprise birthday party for my grandma's 85th birthday. Yes, 85 years old, we all got together to celebrate her. And first of all, I'm blessed because I still have my paternal grandmother um, in my life who's alive and is thriving. And second, you know, she had no clue. <laughs> she had no clue that we were all getting together and that this had been planned for quite a while and so I flew in from Maryland. My brother and his fiance drove in from Maryland. My brother, sister-in-law, and niece flew down from Massachusetts. My dad and stepmom came from Florida. My aunt, uncle, cousins came down from Cleveland. And my Columbus family all got together. And it was absolutely amazing. The look on her face when she walked through the door was priceless. And it just kept getting better and better as she kept recognizing faces and seeing us all there for her and to celebrate her. And so when I tell you, like words really cannot fully explain just how much I needed this for my soul. I needed this weekend to see my family and to put my hands on them and to love on them and to spend time with them, especially given the fact that, you know, most of us haven't seen each other because of this pandemic. And it's just been so amazing to see each other in person and not just on the Zoom screen in the Hollywood squares, <laughs> as my aunt likes to call them. And so just, oh, I wish, I wish I could be a little bit more articulate <laughs> about just how much this weekend has meant to me. And so, yeah, you know, like I said before, I, you know, I haven't lived in Ohio since I was eight years old, but I definitely still rep Ohio. My family and I, first of all, we are big Buckeye fans. Like, 
big Buckeye fans. And um, <laughs> this weekend, actually, I think it was yesterday, while um, we were in Marshalls, I made my brothers buy matching t-shirts with me that have an outline of the state of Ohio on the chest with script Ohio written inside. And I may have, actually I did, force them to take pictures with me in our matching t-shirts. <laughs> so those will definitely get posted to social media soon. But um, yeah, just it's just really, truly been amazing. And, you know, one reason I say that my soul needed this is because there you know, have been some changes in my life. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why you all haven't heard from me, I think, in a good month or five weeks. And, you know, I'm so sorry, first of all, that I've missed posting some content for you all, Um, you know, but one of these biggest life changes for me is that I decided to leave my job. And this was not an easy decision by any means. Um, It was something that I really struggled with. But at the end of the day, I knew that I needed to leave to be able to take care of myself and take care of my mental health and protect my peace and really figure out what my next adventure is. And, you know, I am so appreciative of where I previously worked. I was at that organization for eight years, nearly half of my career within the higher education space and um, association space, basically. So higher ed adjacent kind of, and truly a profession um, that I have loved, truly. And I have met some of the most amazing human beings through my work. And I've created some of the most amazing relationships, lifelong relationships through my work. And unfortunately, you know, it got to the point for me that I wasn't loving my work anymore. And this was something that I had actually struggled with for a couple of years, but really within the last, I would say, nine to 12 or so months, did I really struggle with it? And something that my partner had noticed as well, you know, the change in my demeanor and just kind of my spirit, I guess you could say. And so ultimately I had to make this decision. And I will tell you, the turning point for me really was I was having a conversation with a friend of mine face to face, like we were talking face to face. And she said to me, you've lost your joy. And it still makes me emotional today. And this was just a few weeks ago. And when she said that, it really, really hit me. And Not that I hadn't already felt that, but to hear someone else say it, you know, when she said to me, I can see it in your face, I can see it in your energy that you've lost your joy. That was, that was it for me. And, you know, I'm a woman of faith and I had prayed and prayed and prayed, just asking the Lord to tell me where he needed me to be 
and what he needed me to do with my talents and my gifts because I was struggling. And so when she said that to me, it all clicked. And I decided that day that that was it. I'm going to have to leave. And so later that weekend, it was on a Sunday, I talked to my partner, Chad, and I said, listen, I said, I have a proposal. And I explained to him, you know, how I was feeling and that I thought it would be best if I left my job. And he said to me, you know, I absolutely agree. He said that he had actually thought about it a couple of days previously, but hadn't mentioned it to me because he basically didn't want to tell me to quit my job, but he had his concerns. And so first of all, I was like, okay, that conversation was way easier than I thought it would be. But I also was just so grateful to have his support right off the bat. Like he said, yeah, he's like, step away. You need to take time to decompress and figure out your next move. And when you're ready, somebody, someplace, whatever is going to scoop you up because of the reputation that I've built for myself and the relationships that I've created and the work that I've done and the passion for the work that I've done. And to hear him say that, you know, truly, you know, affirmed my decision and just gave me the support that I needed. And I'll also say, you know, my, my family, my mom, my brothers, my dad, when I told them my decision, they were supportive right off the bat as well, as well as my closest friends that I had mentioned it to. And so, first of all, let me say this. I recognize the privilege that I have in the sense that I have a supportive partner who said, do what you need to do. I got you. We'll be fine. And I also have a supportive community. And that is not always the case for everyone. And so I recognize that. And what I will also say is, for those of you who have the means, who have the support to be able to do something like this, just do it. You know, we talked about this in, um, I think it was the Designing Your Life episode with Keisha about how indoctrinated we are to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and keep going and grinding kind of regardless of what the outcomes may be. And we don't always take a step back to reflect, to take care of ourselves and figure out what makes us happy, what feeds our souls. And we have to do that. And I encourage you to do that. And so, you know, as of this podcast episode, you know, I have gone a week having not worked at my job. And what I will tell you that I find interesting is that as I was going through this and and trying to decide what I needed to do, you know, to, to make myself happy, this all intersected during a time when prominent Black women, women of color, such as Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles told the world, hey, listen, we have to take care of ourselves and take care of our mental health. And because of their prominence and because of their celebrity, they were chastised by many individuals. 
and put down and called ugly, nasty names and told they were quitters and this and that and the third. And I will tell you from the perspective of being a Black woman, you know, we're often again just taught to keep going and to keep pushing. And so it's really interesting that this decision came to me in the midst of the decisions of Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles, because it's important to see prominent individuals like that, individuals who others do look up to, you know, whether Naomi or Simone choose to be role models or not. A lot of people look up to them, but for them to make that stand and say, I have to take care of me. I have to choose me was huge. And so that's what I've decided to do. I have decided to choose me because we literally all, we have one life. Legit, we have one life. And why are we going to not use our skills, not use our talents, not truly actualize our gifts to do things that we enjoy. Why are we not going to do that in this one life? You know, I talked about in my very first podcast episode, you know, that opened up this series. I talked about not wasting your talent because one of my favorite quotes, probably my favorite quote is from the movie, A Bronx Tale. And the quote is, the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. And I talked about how we often let fear hold us back because we fear failure. We fear rejection. We fear what if it doesn't work out? What if I'm not good enough? What if, what if? But what if it works out? What if it is amazing? What if it is everything you could have possibly dreamed of? You have to look at it from that perspective. What if it is everything you could have possibly dreamed of? Why would you not take that risk? Why would you not take that chance? Life is about learning. Life is about experiences. And we learn from all of our experiences, whether they are successful in our minds or whether they are not. But why not take that chance? And so that's what I'm doing. Who knows where I will end up, what I will do. I am excited, but I am definitely scared. It is hella scary when you aren't in control per se or not knowing what is next, that unknown. And I'm used to being in control, especially around my career. I've never not had a job. And so as scary as it is for me, I also feel empowered and I am excited about what comes next because it's going to be amazing. Let's just put it out there. It's going to be amazing. Will there be bumps in the road? Probably because that's just what life is. But will I get up and keep going? Absolutely. And that's what I hope you do as well. As I am choosing myself, 
I hope that you choose you. Okay. I want you to choose you. All right. And so I promised y'all, I am going to come back with another episode soon to wrap up this first season and then get this second season kicked off here this fall. But I wanted to just share some of this news with you um, so you could understand, you know, why I've been a little MIA lately. But also, too, before I forget, I also have other really fun, awesome news to share that I've been holding on to since this springtime, since late spring. I have been appointed to be a board of trustee member for my alma mater, which is the University of Scranton in Pennsylvania. Yes, Scranton, PA, home of the office, because I know that's how some of y'all will associate Scranton, but I associate it with my alma mater. And y'all, I can't even believe it. I'm still over the moon and I haven't even had my first meeting yet. Like my official term begins September, 2021, three-year term. And this is like beyond, you know, my wildest dreams, you know, in a sense. I remember several years ago, several years ago, kind of having a fleeting thought of like, it'd be cool to be, you know, a board of trustee from my alma mater because I have so much love for the University of Scranton and the people there who really helped to shape me, you know, as I grew through a college student and even professionally. And I had that fleeting thought, I mean, truly just fleeting. And also, let's be real. I was like, okay, board of trustees, oh, white men. <laughs> like, that's what I thought of. And, you know, to get a phone call to say, hey, your name has come up several times um, to be a potential board of trustee. And for them to accept my nomination, I am over the moon. And so when I said to y'all that even though the next step in this next chapter is scary, I have something like this to already to look forward to. And who knows what will come out of my service to my alma mater in this capacity. And so, y'all, I just had to share that with y'all because I'm so, 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 so excited about that. So even though I will tell you, I am sad to have left my job um, with some of the most amazing colleagues that I've ever worked with and, you know, leaving the work that I have done for quite a while. Again, I'm excited for this next adventure. I'm excited to be a trustee of my alma mater. And I'm just, and I'm just excited to figure out what this next chapter holds for me. And so again, I'm choosing me y'all. And I hope you choose you. And I also hope you beautiful people have a beautiful day. And I look forward to chatting with you again soon.